Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You got that sunshine and all around her dancing in the wind like a wildflower. Carefree, damn me, gets whatever she wants. She got that way that she makes you forget what you're thinking. Ain't at a drop, but you feel like you're drinking. She got me tripping on words with the way that she moves. And that's a bit of the brand new release from the Rivertown Saints. It's called She Got That, and it is very catchy. We'll hear it in its entirety a bit later on here on the show. Uh, joining me on the show from the Rivertown Saints, I have Chase Kasner and Chris McComb. Hey, guys. Hey. Great to have you both on the show. Great to be here. A shout out to, of course, the other band members, Jeremy Bortaud and Joe Patois. I, I put a little French in there, but Joe Patra. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, congrats! Congratulations, by the way, on uh, industry person of the year. That was much well deserved. We've been rooting for you for all these years, and oh, I'm thank happy, you! Uh, I'm happy you got it. Thank you guys so much. It was such a cool moment. I mean, you guys know whenever you win an award, um, which I haven't won, that might have been my first. Um, when you hear your name, because you're used to hearing all these other names, and then it's somebody else. And when they actually said my name, it was New Moon Junction of course, that read it. Uh, yeah, it was a cool moment, kind of surreal, and it felt great. Uh, yeah, so I saw you at CMA Ontario weekend at uh, All Around, but you performed at the Front Porch Live Music Series at a great place called Martello Restaurant. And um, yeah, you did some very cool songs, including the new single. You also did a song that I've mentioned to you, Better Than You Found It. First time I had heard it, and uh, it was very inspirational. I got a lot out of the song, and I was saying to you guys, I think this should be something that you uh, get behind and release at some point. Yeah, it's definitely uh, one that we've had in our pocket for probably three to four years now. Uh, we finally got it finalized and, you know, mastered and it's ready to go. So uh, we are just sitting on it ready to release it at any point. So it's a bit of a different song for you guys. Yeah, well, that was just it. So for us, uh, that's why we kind of sat on it for so long, because we all loved it. First time we we heard it and, and wrote it, uh, some of us were in the room uh, writing it. And uh, and it was, yeah, we thought, no, oh, maybe it's not us. Maybe it's not our sound. But dang, we just liked it. We just loved it so much. And so it was very much so trying to figure out what to do in production. And we had... I mean, you you haven't heard the final version of it or anything. You, you just heard us do it on acoustic on uh, a couple week weekends ago at mm -hmm. uh, at the front porch uh, event. But uh, but yeah, basically, uh, it's kind of it's got one of those train beats, and we we had that at first in the production of the demo, and then we changed it up, and it just didn't sit right. And we tried and tried to like you know make it sound more modern, and it just didn't work. Uh, and then so we settled on that kind of train beat style uh, drumming in the production and uh, I think it turned out fantastic. So I can't wait for you to hear it. I love the story too. I was listening really intently to the story. Uh, and I think I have this correct. You, know, you wrote it with Dave Thompson and you guys were looking through Pinterest 
to get cliches, I guess, expressions, which is great because that's the starting point for a song. And you actually saw this expression, um, leave something better than you found it. And that's how things started. Yeah, that's uh yeah, that's exactly actually how it went. You were listening when I was. <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah, we were just we couldn't really find something to inspire us that day. I think honestly we went for lunch before we got anything down. Um and then when we came back, he's like, Oh well, you know, I sometimes get, you know, ideas off of Pinterest. So he decided to pull up his account and we looked through all these inspirational quotes and you know, hearsays that, you know, that are known around the world and and we just happened to come around uh one that was after, that was will smith's quote actually he said uh it was it was a little bit different than you know leave something better than you found it but it was always it was something like you know leave leave the footsteps behind you always better than you found it or something like that sure or better, better, better than you left it or something you know and then that was like that sparked this idea in us and um after that i think dwave came up with some sort of uh, just this little riff, and I'm not sure if it's if it's still in the original record in the re recording that we have right now. But yeah, it it took it didn't take long after that. I think it was an hour and a half uh, after that we wrote the song, and it was we knew from right then that it was special, and we needed to pick the right time to release it because it is very country and it's very different yeah. than lots of the things that we've done. But like like I said, the song's too good to uh, not do anything with. So. Absolutely. Even if it's a bit different. I mean, it, like you said, it's a great song. So that's what matters. And it'll be people will find it, uh, I guess, interesting to hear something different from you guys. So that's a great thing. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that's awesome. It's it's funny. Um, I saw Dwayne at uh, a few times over the CMA Ontario weekend, and he was at Songs and Stories, which I hosted. And then afterwards, I said, just as a joke, I said, you got a cool nickname, Dwayne, obviously from his band Wave for everybody knows that or most people do Dwayne and I I gotta have a cool name and it was either him or Brian Brian Harwood one of them said Dwoods Dwoods <laughs> I don't know if it's gonna stick or not and I don't know if I want it to but in the moment <laughs> it was kind of funny yeah, yeah I like that that's good Dwoods yeah, I don't think uh, funny thing about Dwayne actually <laughs> Chase I don't think you knew you didn't know why we called him that or you didn't know the history right we like went yeah. and with him a couple times and and yeah we were like uh, I don't know. I, I think we were talking that's, here, like you know that song, story. yeah, California, gone to California. You're like, yeah, yeah, I love that song. We're like, well, that, that was Dwayne's band. That's why we call him Dwayne because <laughs> the band's called Wave. He's like, oh, <laughs> it makes no, sense. I, would, I was pretty like starstruck after that because I had no idea. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. I had written with Dwayne probably you know four or five times before I found that out, and as a kid. Growing up, like I heard, I that was one of my songs that I had that on you know on CD, and I just would play it over and over again, and I loved it so much. And to like kind of ironically end up writing with <laughs> with them and not even knowing about it, right? And then finding out it was yeah, it was definitely That's a star. Pretty cool when you know somebody for for a bit, and then you realize who they are in that sense. Right. So that's, kind of, that's a really cool story. Um, and yeah, he's got a super cool nickname. I'll, I'll still work on mine, but uh, for now it's just Dave. <laughs> uh, let's talk about she got that, which is your new single. And uh, well, you know what? First we should talk about, I meant to talk about this first before we get to that Sakamoto agency. You guys are signed to them now. When did that happen? Um, it's been a long process. Hey, eh, Chris, you know, 
Yeah, well, so uh, so we signed with them for booking uh, a year and a half ago, something like that. I, I just remember reading, they, they sent out the press release for the booking agency thing. We were in a hotel room somewhere for something, and I remember when that became <laughs> official. We obviously knew about it beforehand. And then, yeah, for the re- release of our music, uh, you know, we, yeah, that's kind of been a long time coming. We, we've been we've been kind of like talking with different label entities um, and discussing deal structures. And, and uh, you know, obviously we've been independent now since uh, 2020, I guess. And uh, yeah, so finally, uh, you know, w- with with Paul and, and everyone at Sakamoto, we, we just kind of, they were interested and in, as were we and and the deal was was the right deal and uh so we made it work and uh our manager Tina Simkin also uh worked very hard beside Sakamoto to uh absolutely you know, to to put this song out and and get everything rocking and rolling with them so yeah well congrats on that that's big news and it's uh released through Sakamoto Music and Warner Music Canada i guess in conjunction with each other Yep. Uh, that's very cool. Well, congrats on that. That's uh, bi- a big success. It gets your name out there more and your music more. And of course, as you said, you've got the great Tina Simpkin um, on your side. I deal with her as well via you guys and Lemon Cash and all the other great artists she works with. And she's amazing. You guys can maybe say a few words about her. I'm, I'm sure she's listening. <laughs> well, uh, we, we uh, yeah, she, I, I can't believe, I'm surprised she's still working with all of us for sure. We, we've definitely... Uh, <laughs> I don't, I, I can't say we're, we're probably not the hardest group to work with, but because we're a band and there's, you know, four or five different personalities and different dudes that all have different crazy and potentially stupid ideas, uh, <laughs> you know, she finds a way to filter through it and, and, uh, and prevails and, uh, and seems to put us in the right direction. So thank God for Tina. Yeah, absolutely. It, you know, it, it took a little bit for her to, grab the reins because she didn't want to t- overstep anybody but now she hears an idea and she's like we're doing this you know because we used to go back and forth back and forth back and forth couldn't make a decision everybody you know would be like, oh that's a good point maybe we should you know and she just kind of lays the law down now and says listen this is <laughs> what we should do and let's do it stop messing around you know so. <laughs> yeah right on you need that person to take control know what they're doing and, and then guide things right and uh Keep, keep absolutely everything. especially especially uh boys boys need that boys need a, a female to to uh to guide them around <laughs> that's a good point absolutely we need yeah. the women in our lives to do that uh, i love it um let's turn to she got that now uh brand new release it's so catchy we heard a bit off the top and we're going to hear it on the show uh tell me about she got that well um she got that is you know, that's a good segue off of the uh, We Need Women on Our Life because it is a women appreciation song in a way. Um, you know, it's kind of about how every female has the certain thing about them that just, you know, makes them have that. You know, she got that, you know, that makes her the most incredible woman in the world, makes her perfect, you know. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's kind of the whole idea around this song. Uh, and we wrote that actually with one of our good buddies. He's actually a Ottawa Valley uh, guy himself too. So, um, his name's Jason Blaine, you know, him made a oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. So we wrote that with him, um, on a writing trip and that was one of those other ones that wasn't, uh, 
you know, didn't take an hour and a half. It took a little bit of digging and, you know, uh, screwing around, but, um, and a, and a lunch to, to separate it, separate <laughs> ideas, had yeah. to go, had to go eat some Mexican food. Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. But eventually it all came together. And by the end, we all knew it was, it was one of those ones that, uh, we were going to release. Like it, we walked out and said, yeah, that's, that's, that's the next one. So. And, and, you know, I know that, you know, when you're in a right or when the right is done that I guess sometimes you've got a good song, you like the song, but then, you know, when, okay, this is a single, we have to record it. Some songs are just going to end up better than others at the end. It's, it's definitely nice to have one of those ones, you know, that you can put out to radio and they will accept it. Yeah. It's really, it's really hard when you write a song and you know, it's really, really, really good, but it just doesn't have the legs to go to radio or be a single. It's yeah. It's a little bit takes a little bit out of you but when you get one of these she got that so that's yeah it makes you feel incredible she got that heart from a mama got that cross down in new orleans a sweet southern draw yeah from her hometown in tennessee Fire in her eyes from her daddy's side Hand in the air on a Friday night I can't explain it, but I ain't complaining I know whatever it is She got that sun shining all around her Dancing in the wind like a wildflower Carefree, damn me Gets whatever she wants She got that way that she makes you forget what you're thinking Ain't had a drop, but you feel like you're drinking She got me tripping on words with the way that she moves she got that She got that hand-me-down Honda It takes her where she wants to go She got that dust in the rear view The weekend on the radio Her phone on the seat of the shotgun side Box screen pick of her and I that we took together and I still remember the taste of the salt in the line. She got that sun shining all around her, dancing in the wind like a wildflower. Carefree, damn me, gets whatever she wants. She got that way that she makes you forget what you're thinking. Ain't had a drop, but you feel like you're drinking. She got me tripping on words with the way that she moves. That heart of mine in her hands Lord knows how lucky I am She got that sunshine All around her Dancing in the wind like a wildflower Carefree, damn me Gets whatever she wants She got that way that she makes you forget what you're thinking Ain't had a drop but you feel like you're drinking She got me tripping on words with the way that she moves Have you written other songs with Jason uh, over the years or in the past? Yeah, yeah, we've we've done lots of writing with Jason. Um, we uh, our song called "Long Time Coming." Uh, that was a song that actually came together pretty quickly. Um, and we've we've done several other writes with uh, with Jason, and 
some stuff we haven't put out, uh, but always a great guy to uh, get together with. And we sure see a lot of them. Um, we were talking about Jason, of course, as one of your co-writers. You've got others. Is there anybody that you haven't written with yet uh, that you've got in your uh, wish list that you're hoping to book a write with? Yeah, well, actually, for, for me, so we had a write set up with a dude, uh, not a Canadian, though. But uh, so there's this there's this like hard rock band called Under Oath. They're more like from the emo scene back, the stuff that I grew up with kind of before okay. Chase's time. And uh, and we actually ended up, we had a right set up with him, but I guess he had to, they got a show added to their calendar or something. So he had to leave early. So he, the, the right didn't work out. Uh, but that, his name's Aaron Gillespie and the band he's in uh, is called Under Oath, but he okay. just, he moved to Nashville recently. And so we thought if we're down there, we might as well, uh, you know, try and help fill his calendar. I mean, I'm sure it's full already, but uh, so for me, that's one of them. Cause uh, just someone looking up to in, in music, like, you know, he's, he's probably one of the reasons why I play guitar in a band was because of the band he was in. Right. Under oath. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, and to think that he's, he's going the country route as an artist and a writer or just a writer, <clears throat> just a writer, just a writer. He's still, uh, he's still in the band under oath and they're still writing, you know, their style of music yeah. and, and touring. Uh, but he, uh, yeah, he's done several different projects over the years. Um, but I mean, he, it seems like he's pretty versatile with what he can, uh, write. So that's really cool. Yeah. Sometimes you find out that, uh, somebody who's in a heavier band or a heavy rock band or an emo band, uh, actually likes country I and mean, sometimes they discover it but sometimes they are country fans but they just went in a different direction yeah and the other cool thing about that is that you you kind of find something that's that's out of the box a little bit and is not in that like cookie cutter mold of what yeah. is being written right now i mean obviously you want to blend in with everything but if it can just be a little bit different where it catches people's attention i think that's healthy as well how about for you chase who is your uh, dream co-writer um, well, I've got some, I've got some big dream co-writers. I want to write with, you know, like Brad Paisley and, you know, Morgan nice. Wallace-Combs, those, those big names. But, uh, I actually want to write with the Lemon Cash Boys. <laughs> okay, that'd be cool. Yeah, that's, uh, that's one of the ones that I have on my list to get that's actually attainable at the moment. You know, I, I don't, I'm not sure I could walk into a room and just, uh, demand a write with you know, Luke Combs or anything. <laughs> I, but you, I know, I know the lemon cash boys. Are <laughs> you, you've got an in with them. You've yeah, you know them well. So that's, that would be cool. Cause I, I love their sound too. And they've got such a, when I was listening to them as I have before, but at the front porch, their harmonies and that is kind of something unique going on. I can't think of the exact how to describe it, but something that's their, their own. And sometimes they have bands that come together, right? Like, um, was it, Doc Walker and Emerson Drive did a song together years ago, something like that. But sometimes there are two bands that come together instead of just two artists. So maybe a Rivertown Saints and Lemon Cash collab could work. Could be a thing. Yeah, <laughs> be a lot of people on the stage at once, but <laughs> yeah, we've never we haven't done a collab yet. Uh, but rumor has it that there is one in the works. In the works. Ooh. And we can't tell you with who. Uh, but, but we can tell you that there is one that's, we can tell you there's one in the works, mate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you've got the song picked out, obviously the artist picked out and that's all you can tell me. Basically. Yeah. Well, we could tell you that it's already been recorded. 
Okay. Wow. <laughs> so this is a reality. It's just a matter of when it gets released at some point. Exactly. Okay. It's just it's just a matter of getting permission by this famous artist uh, because we actually used AI to mimic their voice. <laughs> And um, uh, so we just have to make sure that their record label is okay with it. That's, that's, that's not. No, I'm just. I'm just joking, Dave. That's not true. I was. <laughs> I was. I was almost believing it, but I was waiting for you to say it was a joke because some people are doing that. I think the. I just heard the Beatles are using AI to help. Yeah. Master an old song of theirs and make it new, and apparently it's going to be the last Beatles song, of course, because. I, I read that today. That's yeah. That that'll be interesting. Yeah, I think it's just cleaning up an old John Lennon vocal. I don't know how much it's changing it, but it's using AI. Well, you, think, you don't have an AI artist. You have a real artist. Yes. Yeah. A real, <laughs> real artist. Yeah. But I like uh, real artists, you know? Oh, absolutely. Well, that's the thing with this AI stuff is I, I can see how it could kind of work for electronic music, but there's going to be a point where people, this is just my opinion. There's going to be a point where I think people are going to, you know, it's going to lose its feeling almost and its soul when right. there's not actually like a real vocalist on something like that. So I think it's going to work for some genres, but I don't think it's going to work for every genre. Yeah. The heart is gone from it. Um, yeah, exactly. And, and so for those kind of songs, yeah, a dance song, maybe those, yeah. those kind, but if it's a country song and it's an AI uh, vocal, I don't know. I mean, I think it'd be kind of cool if they could, you could hear George Jones, for example, singing a different song because it's now his voice through AI, but I don't know if that's right either, you know, or to use one example. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, just the fact that it's not a real person, but uh, I guess we'll see what happens with that. Um, let's talk about Breaking Up, the song. And that was your previous release before she got that. Tell me about Breaking Up. This has got a cool vibe to it, a cool sound. Yeah, that one, uh, it was another song we wrote on one of our writing trips. And actually, uh, a lot of the inspiration came from jeremy he was he just he just had something uh he just had an idea and we kind of rolled with it and uh and lyrically it, it seemed to come together actually pretty quick chase that was like one of those two yeah. hour <laughs> two hour writes and the whole thing was done and uh jeremy came up with that riff we wrote that with a guy by the name of uh, drew powell and michael august and uh, and then Chase, Jeremy, and I were uh, in the room as well. And uh, yeah, I think it turned out great. It's, uh, you know, I'm so done being done. What's done mean anyway? Like, I think that's all just lyrically. It's one of my favorite songs that we've done. We've had a, a few of those lately. But uh, yeah, I think it's a cool vibe all around. Still got a bottle of your pink rosé up in the fridge. Still keep your picture on my phone from that last Cabo trip We said we're letting go But we both know we won't I'm so done Me and you 
I'm so done being done. What's done mean anyway? Call it off, call me up. We're so good at this game. I'm so done being done. What's done mean anyway? Call it off, call me up. It's just a game we play. It's only over till you're over in my bed again. Breaking up, breaking up. Yeah, with you don't mean a thing. Mean a thing. And, and with with a song like that, have you do you have people uh, write you or, like message you or in person say, yeah, I can relate to that song. I've been there. I'm there now. That one. Yes, actually, I yeah. I had several people message me going, man, like who did you guys write that? Or like, yeah, well, we were part of it. Yeah, we uh, we all pitched in and uh, oh, that's such a great song and okay how so all you know i'm just going through the same i've just just went through all this with you know my ex and blah 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 and anyway it's really cool when people can actually relate to a song that you that you wrote i mean it that's that's kind of where you know that's that's making all this stuff that we do and all these songs we write it it makes it all worth it when just even if just one person reaches out and says hey i dig that song It, it really spoke to me like that means so much to to a, a writer for sure you've taken your experience and uh put it out there and people can relate to it it can it can uh, affect them in, in a great way it can make their day it can inspire them for a lot longer than that if they really take that song to heart mm-hmm. uh, uh do you guys have something on your bucket list uh, each of you that you want to see happen in your career a moment a stage somebody to work with at some point something you're really excited about well the first one for me is a uh first step is number one I'd like to get a number one. How close have you guys come to that? Because to me, uh, in my mind, I hear, I hear, I think of you as number one artist. But oh, thanks, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, so realistically, uh, the Canada, uh, the country, um, Billboard top one hundred or whatever it's called. Uh, we did number nine back in twenty seventeen with a song called Bonfire. Yeah. Um, and that was obviously, uh, you know, it's it's much more. It's it's a much different band now, and I and I'd like to think that, um, you know, we're uh, whether whether you like us better now or or you or you don't, um, you know, we're a different band. We've grown a lot, and uh, we've been, you know, writing most of our own material now versus back then. We we didn't really have the opportunity to do that. Uh, so for for me personally, if if we can if we can go top 20 top 10 with with the song that i helped write i would be so overjoyed i'd be so happy yep yeah top 10 is is amazing bonfire number uh, top nine mm-hmm. as you said that's great uh uh pretty cool yeah that's a great goal to have um and what about for you chris uh well i'd like to take this uh i'd like to i'd like to tour a bit I definitely want to tour more and I definitely would like to tour in different, uh, in different countries and maybe even different continents. So it it would be great to, to, to do some stuff in the U S it'd be great to go to the UK. It would be great to go to Australia. I know that they like their country music, uh, down there. Yeah, that's right. Uh, down under. So, yeah. uh, 
yeah so that's kind of right now i'd i'd love to be able to just take it on the road more often and uh internationally away internationally yeah Mm -hmm. i think i think that's that's definitely a goal of mine as well i uh 100 percent that's a great goal you're you're getting your music out there you're getting to see the world so it's a, it's a win-win and as you said you're introducing your your music to new audiences and seeing how it uh, plays in, in different places around the world um we'll wrap up here in just a moment but the last thing i'll ask you about is advice you have for either other bands or groups or even just artists who are starting out in the let's say they're trying to pursue the country music dream the way you guys have and have achieved uh in many milestones uh, what would you say to people out there, artists who want who want to follow in your footsteps? For me, it would be plan, 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 and then execute. Make sure you have everything ready before you start, because you can very you can get lost very quick in this game. You know, you can get ahead of yourself very fast. Um, and if you let's say have a full album ready before you start and you go at it that way. I think it's very helpful to do it that way. So, yeah, instead of just firing stuff out there without putting a whole lot of thought in, because once it's out there, can't take it back. Yep. Yeah. Actually, Chase, that makes a lot of sense too, as far as plan planning ahead. Uh, my uh, input to that would be just prepare yourself financially if you can. I mean, I'm kind of like a financial guy, and I and I'm sure Chase is sick of me preaching about about. <laughs> how you should be prepared to, to do things and take risks and stuff. But if you know, you want to do music as a career and, and, you know, there's going to be times where you're going to be touring and you're going to be going all over the place and you're not going to be making any sort of money at all. Like there, there are times we, it still happens to us and, and that's just part of the game. Um, and believe me, I love it. I love all of it still to this day, but what you want to do is you want to prepare to not make any money for a while. So, you know, don't like make sure you save, make sure you have a decent nest egg. So work, work your butt off when you're at home and you're not doing music stuff in preparation to, to be out there on the road, getting gigs, opening shows, you know, cause, cause when you can afford to take opportunities like unique opportunities for no money, that's when the magic could really happen. That's when you might brush shoulders or meet the right people and yep. go on to do some really cool stuff. That's amazing. Thanks for that advice. And guys, always great to hang out with you. Great seeing you at uh, CMA Ontario weekend and hearing uh, some new tunes and and some of the other ones uh, performed, which was amazing. Uh, shout out to Jeremy Orthot and Joe Patois who aren't on the show but are part of Rivertown Saints. I've been speaking with Chase Kasner and Chris McComb. Thanks, guys, so much. Appreciate you being here. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, Dave. Congratulations again, and uh, thanks for having us on. Awesome. My pleasure. I've been speaking with a couple of the guys. I was going to say lads. A couple of the guys from the Rivertown Saints. I'm Dave Woods. Keep on keeping it country. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.